1: Welcome to another very special episode of TFL Talking Trucks. I'm Andre Smirnov, as always, with TFL Truck, and this show is very special because we have a actually a video walk around. So if you're listening to this podcast, um, you could also actually go to YouTube TFL Talk channel and actually view this podcast as an episode as well and we're talking about a very special show vehicle from chevy performance and i have jeff trush here from chevy performance uh, with a chevy blazer which is a classic truck but it's more than that because it's an electric vehicle so jeff thanks for being here
2: nice to be here andre thank you very much
1: thank you for joining tfl talking trucks podcast If you love pickup trucks or big full-size SUVs, if you love trailering, towing, and going off-road, this is the right place to be. Together, we can make this podcast the most popular ever. Tell me, how was this idea come about? So tell me, first of all, what do you have behind you? And kind of like, let's go into the details.
2: So what you see behind me is our 1977 Chevrolet Performance K5 Blazer E. What we wanted to do is show the viability of a Cruising Connect crate package for the general public and putting that vehicle or putting that package into a vehicle that people can relate to enthusiasts like. So um, we took a stock 1977 Blazer that was within our GM fleet. And we tried to maintain that character of that vehicle. And all we really did was update it to a 21st century powertrain.
1: Okay, so uh, I mean, this Blazer looks immaculate. Uh, Was it always, I mean, in this condition, like in your fleet or did you have to restore it also?
2: Now this Blazer actually was restored. Um, It has approximately 60,000 miles on it. Uh, One of the reasons we chose this vehicle, one is because um, the constraints of having the battery pack, you need a larger vehicle that can accommodate the size and weight of that battery pack and also uh, the square body k5 trucks are very popular Um, i love the trucks i think it it gives a great uh, aesthetic Um, the uh, vehicle that we chose um, really exemplifies the ability to integrate this propulsion system into a vehicle Uh, and we're really happy with the way it came out
1: Okay, so let's kind of start, I want to get a view of it. So if we can just show it from the side, maybe a little bit more and the, the back. So it's a 1977. What was the original powertrain as we walk around? Can you, can you kind of describe yeah, the truck?
2: So, sure, this was uh, a K5. It was actually a custom deluxe truck. We, uh, if you look around the interior here, it, it was a Saratoga silver truck with a red custom vinyl interior. One thing you'll notice when you look in here is, and this is is by design, that the truck really looks like a completely stock 1977 K5 Blazer, and that's all by design. What we wanted to do is maintain that originality of the vehicle and just update its powertrain. So um what I'll do is I'll start under the hood and I'll kind of work around the vehicle and show you some of the features and. Uh, nice little touches that we put in this vehicle. And again, keeping the vehicle stock looking was our goal and updating it to that really cool E-Crate, E-crate Cruising Connect system. This is really a, a validation or <clears throat> proof of concept vehicle for us. We originally started you know, from the performance end with the E-COPO, the um, drag car. Then we went over to the um, the 1962 E-10 concept that you saw at SEMA last year. Yeah, I was there. Uh, which, Yeah, Yeah. which is just a phenomenal vehicle. So you had that really extreme performance in the Ecopo. Then you brought it to that really amazing show truck with the two batteries, two powertrain systems, all integrated, and that amazing 62 truck. And this is the natural progression towards getting something out there for the public and getting something into a vehicle that that is really trying to upgrade the vehicle. We're not trying to go crazy zero to 60 times, anything like that. Trying to make something that's a really cool... A viable daily driver type package, and a package that people can, uh, who are really really interested in electrification and getting rent and driving their classic with zero emissions, can integrate this package into their vehicle. So let me take you around to the front. We'll go under hood and I'll show you some of the components. Awesome.
1: And this is a four-wheel
2: drive, right? Yeah. So one neat thing about this truck, and I'll, I'll get to that here. So when you first look under the hood, where you'll notice where obviously where the air cleaner, the carburetor, and the intake manifold, and the 400 cubic inch small block used to sit, is our power electronics. Um, as an overall view of this vehicle, it really maintains that kind of stock appearance, and that was what, something we wanted to maintain. So um, starting at the top here, we've got all. This is basically all your power electronics that run the. To to control your motor to control your battery, you have a couple inverters here. One's a DC to AC inverter to be able to take that battery voltage and run the actual E crate motor that replaces your small block Chevy. The you have another inverter that takes uh, DC to DC to bring that high voltage down to low voltage, you be able to run all your accessories and things around the vehicle. You have a, uh, this is your charging system in here that allows you to do level one, level two charging, as well as DC fast charge. Um, One of the neat systems here is using all of these production validated bolt components. We actually, uh, and again, trying to maintain that stock appearance. We utilize the original radiator support. We have the bolt radiator and condenser system in here. Here you'll notice three coolant bottles. Most vehicles obviously only have one. This particular one back here is for your cabin heat, uh, for the interior cabin. This one uh, controls your uh, battery cooling. And this one is for the cooling for the electronic system within the vehicle. <clears throat> Some people might wonder, because you're not running a vacuum system anymore, how to do the brakes? So we have an electric uh, pump here that generates vacuum for the stock brakes that are still in this vehicle. And then we also still have hydraulic power steering And we do that with an electric power steering pump. You can see if you come around here. We have an electric power steering pump that drives the uh, uh, hydraulic pump to drive the original uh, 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 hydraulic steering gear. One of the cool things we did is uh, the Connected Cruise E-Crate package utilizes a 4L75E uh, conventional four-speed automatic transmission and we still have the original four wheel drive in this vehicle with the 203 transfer case. So we uh, took the conventional transmission, used an adapter kit to allow us to utilize the stock transfer case, as well as the front and rear drive shafts and front and rear straight axles. So the vehicle from a suspension standpoint is really maintains its stock appearance. Um, We added helper springs in the rear to, uh, to, because of the weight of the battery, but beyond that, underneath the truck is, is pretty well stocked.
1: Okay, so all of the components you just described, they're basically under the hood, right? So we talked about all of the converters, all the charging system, uh, obviously the brake booster, all of your uh, uh, components, so it fits pretty nicely. So how difficult is it to kind of do this conversion? I mean, is the idea that eventually, Uh, a person or another shop can do this if they want in the future
2: that's a great question and that is one of the things we're working to is we're going to have factory certified installer partners installation partners Um, the first one that we're bringing online is lingen filter performance you know this obviously is a very high voltage system and it takes unique tools uh, 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 and knowledge to be able to install this so we're going to be working with with partners to Uh, have people bring their vehicle to an integrator we call them or a installation partner and they're going to be able to to, uh put these components and uh uh, install them into your vehicle for you and
1: you said the charger port is under the hood as well is
2: that correct yeah so this is our our charging port it is it gives level one and level two and this vehicle also is fast fast charge capable so um we put it here uh we did build this vehicle uh which i'm Really proud of the team that worked on this vehicle is pretty incredible. We built this vehicle in under 34 days 24 days from completely stock to what you see here. Um, You know, depending on what that customer wanted the integrator could put this charge port in the body or somewhere else that they'd like to do that. Um, One of the things we did a neat little feature here is when you're charging you obviously don't want the vehicle to move. So we integrated the, the hood bumper switch into here. So when the hood is closed. The engine will run when the hood is open, you can't move the vehicle because you're gonna be charging.
1: I gotcha. And um, talk about the motor a little bit. Is
2: this kind of a Bolt EV electric motor or how does that work? Yeah, correct. This is a motor right out of the Bolt EV. It has a, a slight modification at the back to be able to accept the input shaft from the conventional four speed transmission. There's also a bell housing adapter that allows you to take that Bolt motor and bolted up to that conventional. In this case, we have a 4L75E uh, transmission from Chevrolet Performance, uh, electronically controlled. Um, you can see up there on the firewall, that's actually your transmission controller, and we have an engine controller down here on the firewall.
1: So that means 200 horsepower, about 260 pound feet of torque,
2: approximately? Approximately, yeah, you right about uh, 200 horsepower and 266 roughly pound feet of torque. The original 400 uh, cubic inch engine that was in this truck was 175 horsepower. So um, it's, and again, you know, when we talk about the uh, electric, people always automatically assume, you know, zero to 60 performance. This is really just about taking a a really cool vehicle, uh, upgrading the performance, and then allowing you to uh, have that zero emission electrification, something really neat. Um, but, I, you know, the instant torque is something that's really cool, especially because of this vehicle with the factory transfer case we still have in it. You have low lock, four-wheel drive low, and you have, you know, basically that 266 foot-pounds from one RPM. So the, the torque is, is pretty outstanding in this vehicle to get it moving. Have
1: you uh, have you driven it?
2: Yeah, as a matter of fact, I just went for about a 30-minute ride about an hour ago. Um, it, uh, yeah, it drives uh really well it drives honest. it drives like a k5 pickup and that's and that's one really cool thing is we didn't re- really change the character of the vehicle at all we just really updated that that uh, propulsion system in it um at 55 it's smooth as silk it's quiet as a mouse when you're running it through the garage so you get all those really cool characteristics of the ev powertrain but you also keep that characteristic of that great chevrolet blazer from 1977.
1: Very cool. Well, before we get to the inside, um, can you show me kind of around the back and the battery system and how how does that work? Absolutely. How big is the battery?
2: Uh, Here, I'll show you. It's approximately, the battery is about 990 pounds. So it's not an insignificant uh, piece of mass, that's for sure. Um, That's one of the reasons, you know, we chose uh, for the E10, we chose the pickup truck. This vehicle, we chose uh, the, the K5 because you have to be able to package this battery. Um, if you look from the back here, you'll see along the back, these are your high voltage and low voltage cables along with your cooling system that we talked about earlier under your hood. Um, up there in front, you'll see that, that, that orange cap on top, that's actually a service disconnect. So if the vehicle is ever being serviced, that's basically a master fuse. Um, you know, we take safety very seriously at GM, and when we kind of engineered this truck to accept this battery, we uh, have 10 individual points that anchor this battery down right into the frame of the truck. Um, It's gusseted. um, It's not going anywhere. Uh, We want to make sure that the vehicle, if there's ever kind of any kind of incident, that the battery would remain in place, so all of those things are definitely taken into account when we did this installation. In the future, uh, we're going to Build a beauty cover for the battery, and we're going to make a, uh, a build a rollout tray so you can get some of the utility back in your vehicle. In this particular case, mm-hmm.
1: and it's about sixty kilowatt hours. Is that correct?
2: Correct. Yeah, sixty kilowatt hours. This is a production Bolt uh, EV battery, so it's has all the production uh, validation uh, done, uh, so you can count on it. Uh, uh, it's uh, the um, ability of this battery to, to do its job reliably and every time. And this is, you could, I can also see, I think, some cooling lines. Is that right? Yeah, correct. So when I talked about earlier, you have uh, the three cooling tanks. One is to drive heat for the cabin, obviously. The second one provides the cooling for the battery. And that's what these cooling lines are. So depending, uh, mainly uh, uh, based on ambient temperatures or when you're fast charging, fast charging a battery generates heat. When you fast charge, it automatically starts running the cooling pumps that cool the battery as you do that fast charge into this particular uh, vehicle.
1: Very cool. So overall weight of this K5 Blazer, is it similar to stock or is it a, a tiny bit yeah, heavier? It's,
2: it's, it's, it's a little bit heavier. You know, you lost some mass when you took out the big heavy iron 400 motor. Um, you added more when you put the bolt battery in. We estimate right around probably 500 pounds, maybe 500, 600 pounds in that range is the kind of delta between stock versus where we're at right now.
1: Yeah, it looks amazing. I mean, every every component is just, you know, really beautiful on this truck. Um, let's let's you. look into the interior, because that's, that's really neat.
2: Sure. <clears throat> All right, so I'll hop up in here. <clears throat> so uh, just to, to reiterate, you know, when we did this vehicle, We really wanted to maintain its stock character um, and its aesthetics and just enhance them with the features of of the uh, uh, enhanced powertrain propulsion system. So when you look in here, um, it basically looks completely stock. um, And that's by design. Uh, One of the things you'll notice is you still have your stock transfer case here. Um, The gauges are all the original gauges. And we actually have a controller that uh, takes the output signal from the ECM and the battery controls and we convert to be able to be read by the original fuel gauge so the your fuel gauge is now going to be your state of charge of your battery and we're doing that also with a couple of these other gauges where your 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 old volt gauge is now the actual uh, state of charge of your low voltage system and then the temperature gauge is your battery cooling system electric clock am radio wipers all of that stuff is still stock and uh and maintained everything works works in the vehicle We did add a uh, emergency stop here, um, just as a safety feature. We have our diagnostic port right here, so we can plug in and and monitor if we have to uh, look at any kind of features or functions of the powertrain. And one other thing, let's jump out so you can see it. Between the seats in there, right behind the rear console, you'll see this red sensor right there. Mm -hmm. And that is actually an integrated crash sensor. So, again, like I said, emphasizing the safety aspect that we take in this vehicle um, with the anchoring of the battery to the chassis, the e-stop, that particular sensor behind the console is an integrated crash sensor. So, if this vehicle was hit in any direction or was involved in a rollover, it automatically cuts all of the high voltage systems uh, completely. So, it'll be safe to extract somebody or things like that. We tried to put a lot of thought into that when we did this vehicle.
1: I got you. That's very interesting. I mean, if I was coming up to this truck and if I, I didn't know any of this, you told me, I mean, it looks totally stock. I mean, it looks yeah. in amazing condition. And the interior, I love that because it's red seats, you know, and it's sure. kind of a wood trim on the dash. and
2: uh, Right. It, yeah, and that's that character of that original vehicle. That's really neat. And that, you don't want to change that. So, um, and that's the neat thing when you enhance it with this propulsion system, you've got this 21st century um, drive line in this vehicle, but you have all of that really cool 70s kind of kitschy design and, and interior, and you get you, and and you can still have that same feeling of driving your vintage vehicle. It's just a really neat um, modern powertrain uh, propulsion system that's driving it, and um, you know it, 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 um, it, it really performs. It performs better than the original Blazer powertrain, for sure. But um, it doesn't really change the drivability or the dynamics of, of driving it other than the acceleration rate. So it's it's really, and that's another thing. When If you look at this, like you said, driving down the road, you're driving next to it, you'd never know that this is an electric vehicle.
1: So uh, usually the Bolt EV is basically kind of a single gear situation, correct? Right. So, so how does this, uh, you, you said it's electric. <laughs> controlled uh, transmission. So uh, I'm just trying to wrap my head around it. How does it feel? I mean, how does it know when to shift? That type of stuff. So,
2: Sure. Yeah. So it's a, a conventional 4L75 automatic transmission. It has its own standalone transmission controller. So um, you can actually go in and program your shift points. Um, the, the Supermatic uh, Chevrolet performance transmission that's in this vehicle comes with the controller. You can program all your shift points um, your torque converter lockups, and those types of things. So the uh, basically, the propulsion system knows when you go into gear. And beyond that, it's the standalone transmission just shifting. It receives an output speed signal, and it's based on throttle and vehicle speed. So as long as you're getting those inputs from the powertrain, the transmission shifts just like any other conventional automatic. Yeah, that's very neat.
1: <laughs> Except it's almost quiet or almost silent, right? Uh, it is, yeah. When it's
2: yeah, just a slight a slight whirring noise. You know, it's very futuristic sounding when it's uh, when it's driving at low speeds. Very very neat. So, um,
1: you, um, I was reading the kind of the press release about this. So, the goal is to kind of have this system for sale next year. Um, what
2: would be? Do you have you announced any pricing yet, or how is that going to work? Uh, no, um, right now we're looking at the second half of twenty one to have the, uh, the eCrate Cruise and Connect package available for uh, for the integrators to begin dealing with customers. Um, from a pricing standpoint, I think that's still being all developed right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure as soon as that, uh, that becomes available, uh, you guys will be the first to know.
1: So basically I can go to, or next year, you said the second half. Uh, I'll be able to go to Chevrolet Performance. Obviously, you still have all your other components, right? I mean, your crate, motors, engines, all
2: the other a- absolutely, stuff. Absolutely, yeah. We have a full suite of engines, transmissions, all types of performance parts that people uh, can can choose from on Chevrolet chevrolet.com forward slash performance.
1: Yeah, and then this will be eventually one of those options. but Correct. But But in my mind, it's almost like, it's a little bit more custom work, right because you need to have a vehicle that could be acceptable, so you kind of have a, you have to have a vision for what you're building i mean as as with any vehicle
2: correct and I, I think that's 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 a very true statement um you have to have a vehicle right now that can accommodate um the battery obviously um, some of the work that we did in this vehicle there are because of those uh three different cooling systems you have three cooling pumps so most of the work we did in our shop here at Chevrolet Performance was to build the custom brackets to be able to mount all of these systems uh, in the vehicle. So a lot of it is it's mainly packaging the components. You're going to get all the components you need, but it, it'll be up to your integrator to package those components within the vehicle.
1: And you said you're working with several different companies you know, to be able to do that.
2: Correct. Yep. Then the first one we're going to be uh, bringing online is Lingenfelter Performance.
1: Okay, so what's like the next step beyond that? Um, I noticed um, you mentioned the Ultium uh, sort of systems in your press release. So what's kind of the vision going forward?
2: Well, I think I think with any type of technology, right? Uh, as you go forward, things uh, advance. So as as General Motors brings uh, more advanced uh, electrification concepts to market, we'll be integrating those to our aftermarket products for customers.
1: Because right now, I mean, uh, the GMC Hummer EV just recently came out, right? I mean, correct. but but it's a, it has its own chassis, right? Uh, full battery packaging. I mean, it's a whole different animal, basically.
2: Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, the Hummer EV uh, that was just shown on uh, October twentieth has its uh, has its Ultium power system, and um, from a production vehicle, it's a pretty amazing piece of technology. The new Hummer EV for sure.
1: Very cool. Um, so, uh, what's what's next? I mean, um, for this e crate type type stuff, are you thinking about other vehicles to integrate it into, or can you give give me kind of a glimpse into what's what's what else is happening?
2: Yeah, I know. I um, some of the products that we showed at SEMA, um, we have a we're looking at uh, different applications for sure. Um, out there for the E-Crate system. And they may not just be aftermarket type performance vehicles um, or people's uh, uh, classic vehicles. There are obviously other um, pontoons, those types of things that uh, boats that can utilize an e-crate system, I think, is a fantastic application for it. Um, any type of maybe service vehicles, those types of things. Um, we're going to be exploring all kinds of avenues for our e-crate. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunity here. Um, and a lot of value here for pe- for people to uh, and companies to be able to expand uh, to get to a zero emissions using the e crate system.
1: Yeah, that's very interesting. When I was looking at this uh, K5 Blazer, one of the things that crossed my mind is kind of a resto mod concept, which is which is a little bit maybe different in some ways, right? Because uh, resto mod usually from what it means for me is kind of a classic appearance. And very modern chassis drivetrain potentially, but but you kind of also kind of blended the concept where you left some of the suspension components stock, but then introduced this electrification um, kind of yeah
2: correct. yeah right most resto mods are modern chassis modern suspension um, classic uh, exterior right all modern all goodies um, electronics um, so with this vehicle um, I, you could say this is as uh, somewhat of a resto mod. But um, again, we only focused on the propulsion system, and uh, because if you have somebody who's really interested in electrification, they may, but they really like their stock, you know, stock vehicle. They don't want to change that. You have that option. You could put absolutely integrate this into a full-on resto mod too. So you have those options. This is just one example of saying, hey, here's here's an example of a vehicle that you don't really have to change. Full-on resto mod. You could integrate the e 3 system or one of these vehicles where you want to keep your stock appearance. That's where we were trying with this. That's why you still have the similar size, the original hubcaps that came on this vehicle and similar size stock tires. We really wanted to maintain that where people, when you open the hood, the wow factor is really amazing because everybody looks and goes, wow, that's really a nice stock Mm blazer. And we've done this here on the proving grounds where we've opened the hood and people just flock to it because they can't believe what they're seeing is this really modern advanced propulsion system within such a stock looking really neat vintage vehicle. Awesome. Well, I'm hoping uh, I can
1: get behind the wheel eventually. I know we have to do this remotely right now because for many reasons, uh, <laughs> sure. I, I really hope I can get behind the wheel eventually and actually feel how this whole system works, especially with a four-speed, uh, four-speed auto, which is pretty neat.
2: Sure. Hey, you are very welcome. Anytime to come down and, uh, and we can take it for a spin. Awesome. Well, thanks for uh, being a part of this episode.
1: Um, I, hope, I hope people actually get to, to see more of this type of stuff and actually explore the possibilities. So I appreciate your time.
2: Thank you, Andre. And thank you for letting us showcase our uh, Blazer E. We really appreciate it.
1: Awesome. Thanks.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator